Welcome everybody to another broadcast of another podcast. This is Nezrexons bringing you Gaming Beyond, a podcast where we like to talk about just random things, but we prioritize our gaming because it's just what we do. It's the one thing that we all have in common, but we do outstretch what we do on the regular basis. So sit back and listen to what we have to talk about today and uh, enjoy yourselves. Alright, recording. So... Very simply put, a lot of things have been discovered in the last couple days about gaming news. And, you know, that's actually the... <clears throat> sorry. That's a method I use to uh, look up everything, basically. I type in gaming news into Google search bar and look at the first couple stories and just kind of skim through the, the articles because they're usually poorly written bad and or some stupid shit like that. And I just mm-hmm. jump... I just... You know, take the information, like, one of the things that I'm going to go ahead and jump into is that they took out, uh, removes police cars from Fortnite. Yeah, I saw that stupid shit. Uh, And it's like, they just opened a new season, and they already moved the police cars, and it's just kind of like, huh, I wonder how it was like beforehand. And, I mean, obviously it was never a problem, but because of the issues that are happening currently... It's it's a, I guess Epic's way of saying we're not gonna provoke or antagonize things. Like I already know mm-hmm. they have uh, like police skins in the game. The real question is if they shut those off. That'd be strange. It wouldn't be strange. It would be like why would because the idea of being toxic because you you're gonna sit there and um, kill me while you're a police officer. Like, seriously? Or, uh, say you're running in groups, at, like, in duos, and the person in, the, like, the police uh, skin sees your friend, who's clearly running the default black character, and shoots him first. And ch- hunts him down first. Is that not being toxic? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I find it to be, like, a really odd thing to are we starting the podcast are we on the podcast right now like yeah. a recording yeah 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 oh okay so yeah i find it like odd that i don't know like that, that kind of thing is pervasive and it's like i get what we're getting at but that's kind of like removing the cop vi skin from league of legends or like the cop caitlin skin from league of legends which again I mean, caitlin is... herself is pretty much a cop so so is Vi. Vi's not a cop. She's a she's a bad guy. No, Vi. And... She's like a she's like a vigilante, isn't she? No, she's a cop, bro. She's she's like her own cop. Like so, she is a vigilante. She's not a part of any organization. She just takes on crime as she sees fit. Right. She's I... not a part of the Piltover like police force. Hold on. Right. At any rate, I'm, st- I'm. It's still weird. I get what you're saying, but like, I just don't think Fortnite necessarily breeds that kind of person. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. It'd be different if somebody was making content and doing it in a racist way. Like that would be problematic. But if people wanted to just basically cosplay as cops and like beat people down. That'd be that'd be somewhat problematic, but it wouldn't be like 
I don't know. They'd have to do it problematically, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Because, like, I got a friend who did content like that for PUBG. And he was, like, playing a police officer. Or him and a buddy were, or him and two of the buddies were doing, like, a police officer bit. And they were just trying to basically hunt everybody down. And to me, that's pretty benign. But I don't know. So all it said, I, I guess I, I get what it is they're getting at. I just don't feel as if it's the the right hill to die on, considering the content. Yeah, but I mean it's a, a safe procedure, and then they're just making sure. You know, I'm not saying that they need to or anything like that. It's just it 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 there's a level of toxicity that can be there. That's all I was trying to get at. Right. So, and like, I'm not saying, oh, look, Toxic's our friend. He's going to go and do it. He's obviously not that person, but there's clearly 14, 15 year olds who will take wor uh, world events and then push it onto their generation. And that's usually how they do it. Yeah. Because I've seen it firsthand. That's why. And uh, just to get back, it's, uh, what is it? Officer Vi? And that's it. And she just has a black like, and blue or sorry black blue and red skin with like alarm lights on her gloves and that's about it right but that's just a skin though that's not her actual character yeah. that's like saying you know blitzcrank is not actually blitzcrank because he has a not a blitzcrank definitely not blitzcrank skin yeah so i mean or that like mundo is an actual bodybuilder when we know he's a psychotic scientist right right well i mean like yeah i believe she was a vigilante i yeah, really... She used to be a part of the Piltover police with Caitlyn, but um, she did something bad, and so she got kicked off the force, but she doesn't want to stop hunting down criminals, basically. Yeah, this is like one of those where the paperwork gets too heavy kind of thing. Yeah, she's like Punisher. Yeah. Almost. Oh, Riot's version of Punisher. Let's leave it to Phoenix, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, it's kind of a weird deal. I, I didn't, you know, it's kind of whenever I first heard about the cop cars being removed from Fortnite, I was like, that seems like a really odd hill to die on because, like, it's almost like you're trying to because, like, their universe is trying to really play on like it being real world, so it doesn't make any sense for cop cars to not be around, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, real world in the sense of like, like. It's our world, or real world as in, like... Yeah, it's supposed to be Earth. Yeah, but clearly a different, like, setup, right? Yeah, like, the idea was to take, hey, if, if we hit up in... If we uh, ended up in an apocalyptic situation, how would we put together weapons and stuff now to, you know, survive? That mm -hmm. That's Fortnite. So, or at least I should say that's the original theme of Fortnite, which is what it's built around. It's not quite like that when we how we understand it for the br mm -hmm. but that's what fortnite was it was it was supposed to be just like alternate earth where you know everything went to shit so and they kind of got money hungry with the the concepts of like bringing in other universes and the like just they they went too far in my opinion and then they reset and it's just like you still have that bad taste in your mouth well the br is all just a simulation so yeah, just like, there was another game that was like that, uh, Apex. Like, Apex does that too, you know, and it's like, it's a, it's kind of a simulation and kind of not, like, they never die, but they do, and they're all champions, and 
the whole gimmick is to like win. I don't. What happens to them when you die? I don't even. I can't even like remember. I think. Don't they just fall over? Like, I mean, they turn into the boxes if that's what you're gonna. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The death boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of. Eh. But um. See, there's a very weird thing when it comes to something like that, too, because Unreal Tournament is set up in the exact same way. Because, like, an Unreal Tournament, they have um, this, like, cloning technology that is used. So before you go on a mining mission on a random asteroid, you get cloned, or you get your DNA scanned in, and if you die while you're over there, you just respawn in the scanner, kind of like Borderlands. Mm. So that's how they do their version of it as well. But there's like in the in the in the Unreal Tournament Leandry conflict, there was this whole awesome like lore thing surrounding the respawner that was really cool. Yeah, to try so and I, like give permanent death. But anyway, I digress. Uh, and and like you hear it a lot too. Like there's a lot of games that don't even cover death properly, and it's just like you guys are just sh saying shit to say shit, and it's annoying. Um, I forgot what game I was thinking of. Like. Um, yeah, uh, Valorant does the same thing. It's just like, hey, you're dead, but you're not dead. Um, shit. Yes, Counter-Strike kind of does that too. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, oh, these are simulations. It's like, but are they though? Um, I can't remember the game right now. I just like, I, I would sit there and say Warframe kind of has its own thing and it builds a story around it. And then, um, sorry, I remember now, Destiny. Oh, yeah. Destiny has, like, honestly, one of the best, like, crucible, like, PvP reasons. And, like, how they built around it. It's like, you can die infinitely. That's the whole point of the ghost. Go get into a combat arena uh, and, like, test your skills. That's legitimately the best thing I've heard. But that's just me. But, uh, With the way that, like, ghosts are, I'm surprised more ghosts aren't killed in crucible. Yeah. Like from a lore perspective. Oh, because of the PvP aspect. Well, yeah, and like the way that like um, like Cade died, all it took was just somebody shooting his ghost, and that was it. You know what I mean? Oh, who's to say that's not it? It's just there's a overall rule: don't shoot a ghost in the Crucible. Yeah. Uh, notes. I didn't watch Baldur's Gate. I was wanting to. But the top five biggest announcements from the EA Play Live, I mean, I was kind of upset with that. Like, these are things that are already what's going on, and one of them is being like, oh, Apex is coming to Steam. What's your opinion on that? Like, why Why do you think they're pushing it to Steam so bad? Why are they pushing Steam so bad? Yeah, like, Apex. Why? Why does EA need a Steam client? Because they service, like... 25 million or 50 million players or 80 million players something like that but wasn't the whole point of origins and like apex to be on a whole different thing to help compete against the the uh, monopoly that steam has on everybody the short answer i would say is no like, it was just ea i mean it's one look i get that like like uh that like valve has the effective monopoly on digital distribution on computers but it's just i don't i don't know of a lot of people that actually have a problem with steam that's kind of my deal so like whenever ea put forth their stuff in origin 
it was like you guys are just doing this just to be assholes so that you can so that you can have your own money right basically Which instead makes... of instead of like catering to the entire base because of all of the extra secure and fun stuff surrounding steam you know what i mean like origin doesn't have that kind of stuff they've only got like these like 20 40 games i mean they have the the premiere or, or uh, prime or whatever the fuck it's called and like i had it like that's why i had titanfall 2 under my name is because of that and it, it's a great buy especially since it gives you the, like the season pass for, from apex for free yeah so i'm not all you, all you gotta do is look at how titanfall 2 is doing on steam right now to understand why they put it on steam how well is it oh wait you said that they they created like a a god tag for it oh no the people the user created uh tags for games that people can put on games masterpiece was the one that has been used and is now on the front page of titanfall 2 and it truly is uh, yeah, it's and... definitely one of those rare it's definitely like one of those rare titles that's just like how did this like not get national praise and isn't continually played to this day well to be ADD for a minute freaking Bankai is doing a sale Dark Souls and Code Vein and Dragon Ball Z are all on sale oh Bandai yeah Bandai sorry bad with names but yeah, it's right now they're they're on um, or I mean last night they had like eleven thousand concurrent players on there. Whenever before it was like below, it was like sub one hundred. Oh, and the game's only ten bucks. Yeah, I but mean, I mean it was five dollars on Origin, and it was so, uh, it came with premium too. I yeah, so it's like people had it, just nobody ever played it because nobody wants to actually boot up Origin. Origin's not the one to go to. Why did they not include like a all DLC pack? Like it is it's they're on both pieces. It's definitely on Steam. You can get all the DLC for ten dollars on Steam. No, it just says like I, I went to Titanfall two, the ultimate edition, which I assume that's what it is, right? Right? Yeah. That should have everything. Like, I think. Like underneath it, it says content for this game and it has prices that adds up to $38. Oh, what are the other That's it. pieces it's, of content? Uh, it's just the Monarch Re, uh, Regain Bundle, Colony Reborn Bundle, Prime Titan Bundle. Uh, I think these are... I think they're just... They're not DLC. They're... Yeah, they're just like, like microtransaction things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, still, it's still forty bucks. They're all sixty-five percent off right now, so eh, it's not bad. You get it all, and you get unlimited space, basically. Um, and then, I mean, the game itself, the base game, is on sale for sixty-seven percent off at ten dollars or nine eighty-nine. So it's if I had enough money in my account right now, I would buy it. Uh, purchase for myself, especially on Steam for like, yeah, ten seventy-one. As much as yeah, that. all of those are just, like, skins and whatnot, so yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely releasing uh, EA icon titles like The Sims 4, Titanfall 2, uh, bringing Apex Legends over. They're having their Rocket Arena be a feature thing right now at 30 bucks already. Cause that's stupid asses. 
They're doing some stupid shit and it's not working. I mean, it seems like it's working to me. If if they're able to put their games on Steam and they actually sell, that's them still making money. Like they're losing out on like twelve percent commission or something like that, or eighteen percent commission yeah. for each sale. But I mean, when you haven't sold the game and you're actively giving it away for free, and you're able to push, you know, another hundred thousand copies out the random. That's like a million dollars they just made just by putting it on Steam. Right. Well, again, I'm not against it, but I'm not for it. I mean, I'm for it to the sense of I would love to play it, but... Eh. Um, shit, what's something else? As much as I put into the podcast now, it's just very little. Oh, and that reminds me. Uh, so, just a little off the topic uh, self-advertisement thing this one this podcast should be the first of the podcast on spotify for gaming beyond so apparently the way it works is uh based off an email rss feed so anytime it uploads to anchor will automatically pop on um on spotify but I don't know if it's going to turn around and catch up all the other episodes. And that's what I'm going to wait for. So. Hey, if we're lucky, that'll be it, man. Yeah. And then I could obviously, like, because there, there's a spot that says, like, discover. And I could just go through and, like, tag all the lines. Go to the websites, create an account just for Gaming Beyond. And, you know, spam the RSS code there. And just to make sure I cover, like, a wide spectrum of people. You know, especially coming from, like, the... Uh, uh, iHeartRadio or um, the Apple Store or I forget what they call it not an Apple fan I think it's called that or iTunes uh, yeah, the I think iTunes, iTunes got retired though so I don't know yeah I'm definitely not 100% on that but regardless, it's going to be posted on Spotify, which is going to be really big. And if I can get enough episodes slash my name recognized inside of uh, of um, Spotify, then like when Sir Dipshit comes over, um, what's his name, Joe Rogan, then I'll I'll be right behind him. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to look getting that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to get that. That like amounts but i'm gonna you know be there kind of thing yeah like it'll be easier to sit there and say that oh i am uh i have the videos ready for my podcast to be posted you just they just have to be posted or um and that's something else and you're aware of that right of like how to post the stuff or exposure what is it what am i aware of uh, so Joe Rogan's coming over from YouTube. Uh, he cut a deal with Spotify, but he's not not bringing his video. He is bringing his video content over to Spotify. Interesting. Okay. So that means that Spotify is going to be a lead competitor for YouTube, like there needs to be. So, yeah, yeah. that's going to be fun. So, That's like, another one of those things I'll always say is like, the only thing holding YouTube back from continuing to be 
the place to have online video is just how much they're having to answer to their audience or answer to their creators and so they didn't have to answer to their creators they would still be amazing what do you mean by that like like youtube is trying to get ad revenue right and they have if they have a whole bunch of white supremacists making white supremacist videos on youtube and the ad people don't want to run those on the white supremacist videos right so it's like i get what they're getting at but they should have just they should have just i don't know just I, I, they shouldn't have bent over to advertisers because uh, see you said, just, in my opinion there was no reason to. you said to their creators i automatically assume like everyday joe like me or you posting youtube videos that their youtube is bending their back for which i was just like i feel like you got the wrong image bro because that's not what they do they bend their back for advertisers right so i said they're having a they, yeah they're having an answer for their their creators. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. of all that. So, so places like Vimeo and Giphy Cat and... Which is still dying out. I mean, like, the content's there, but you're not going to hit front page. Their algorithms... Yeah. And, and let's talk a minute about algorithms, shall we? How do you think um, TikTok is holding up right now? I, I don't have any opinion on TikTok. I mean, I get what they're getting at with TikTok. It's just not, I, I, I don't necessarily see what the real difference is in TikTok versus like Instagram outside of TikTok being a smaller sphere of influence than Instagram, making it to where rando content can just make it to the front page. And that just seems a lot like clout chasing, if you will, versus actual like act like actual general like what uh, actual genuine content being created well i mean there's uh, okay uh, on that perspective i would like to assume that uh tiktok is a window uh, to the instagram instagram has stories and their stories turns into videos on youtube and i like to think that's how kind of how it rolls out but i i can't speak for it because i'm not a active you know uh content creator on tiktok as much as I would love to be. Um, I feel like t- normal TikTok videos these days are just like way too um, produced for like any of the average person to actually oh, yeah. go viral on there. But I mean, there are plenty of average videos that go viral, you know what I mean? So. And then like, unfortunately, uh, my TikTok right now is kind of like Black Lives Matter and... Um, opinions and stupid shit and like did you know facts and just this is random shit but my point is their algorithm is almost on point once you like a video it plays around with that idea so it keeps playing like that type of video and then you have more around it and then you just keep going from there and so on and so forth and so what do they do the hashtag thing like what twitter does or what instagram does yeah so it's not a bad deal no not at all and it's just that's what it is though that's the downside yeah it's basically like um because like instagram in my opinion has like you know has like actual pictures and it's more of like a social feed whereas tiktok is 
like like YouTube that you can consume without having to engage, which I think is what they're getting at, which is exactly how you described it. Yeah. But that just doesn't that doesn't sound like I don't have that kind of time to actually just like fry my brain cells with. <laughs> so I, that's why I mostly don't care about it. Which I get, and I'm not saying that you need to, but it's just it since it's such a heavy influencer. And it's like if somebody posts a gaming thing, like let's take my title for example, Gaming Beyond, and my title, sorry, name of the show, whatever, um, and put it into TikTok. All I have to do is sit there and say, I have a podcast named Gaming Beyond. We talk about games, bullshit around, and enjoy ourselves within our community. Simple enough. That's all it needs to be. That's the entire video, 15 seconds, not even a full minute. And then it will be posted on people who have, like, interest. Obviously, I'll be stuck at the bottom with people who are, like, you know, 100 views, uh, uh, you know, a couple likes and whatever. This is how it grows. But if it does get big, say, if I do put a little bit more effort into it, it's like, this is my podcast setup. Come watch my video. This is what it is. This is today's topic. Da, 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 da. And I kind of lead them into it. And then it had a little bit more production value. And then they're like, okay, it's more hearts. And they're going to push on more people. And they're, of course, I'm going to hashtag a podcast. So anybody who has, like, hashtag podcast in their algorithm is going to see it. They're going to either like it or push it off or share it or whatever. And then, of course, at the end, I could simply put uh, my Instagram. Or I could put my YouTube or my, um, you know, where to find my podcast. Like Anchor or Spotify or whatever. And it's just, it could grow so quickly even if it's a blip, like thousand people saw it, mm-hmm. I would be happy. I mean, a lot yeah. of a lot of small creators would just be happy with a thousand people. I have videos on there that I flick a goddamn toy because it, you know, I couldn't get it to work on a video correctly, and that damn thing has over two hundred views on it. So it's just it's so interesting to see how such a minute thing can expand and blow up. And TikTok has such a, how, like a, the best way I can describe it is like a tape measure. It can go so long, it has a certain amount of feet that it goes, and then you can rewind it and send it out again with something else. And hmm. and that's just how I see it. And I, I take it, of course you take everything, every video, every advice, every a thing with a grain of salt, because the, the internet has corrupted us like that. But that's how we do it, and that's how you ensure certain things. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, be that person, you know, just. <laughs> but I just, it, it, this could be so much more, and that's, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. But I think, I think the thing is, is that you're. I don't think that I think that you're like trying too hard. I agree. And, I completely and you're agree. not and you're and you're not like doing the things that you would need to do to actually grow your channel. So it's like you have a TikTok and you have an Instagram and you're making podcasts and you're doing um, live streams and that kind of stuff, but like you're not interfacing with any yeah. community. you're not interfacing with a community. That's it's not so much networking as it is making sure you're a part of a community. But see, isn't that the thing though? Isn't the whole point of networking to build a community? And that and like I will completely agree that that's where I fall short 100% cuz I don't want to do the work. 
because once you start the work and you just leave it it falls apart and like you get hate and shit like i want to get to a point where it builds itself where i can self-sustain like basically i started this and it's self-sustaining like a child basically you're raising a child and it's the same concept, but I don't want to sit there and like, hey, I'm going to be on your feed at 3 o'clock in the morning just because you said you're going to be here kind of thing. And I'm not going to be that person. Like, so look. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to, to, to break it to you, <laughs> but even the larger YouTube people like Philip DeFranco or um, even Dr. Disrespect or Scump or Call of Duty or whatever, uh, double lift from League of Legends, like those guys still have to put in quite a meticulous amount of work to have it be what it is. I think at some point, it just doesn't seem like you're having to try as hard, but you're still having to try. Like Jericho is still having a stream basically every single day to get his, um, you know, five some odd thousand subscribers. Granted, that's like, you know, uh, $25,000 a month and imagine if you had that kind of money you know what I mean but that doesn't mean that he isn't grinding every single day like he normally would if he was effectively starting out from the bottom but the thing is is that what you what I think you're thinking is uh, uh, that you're trying to build a brand right mm -hmm. but I'm here to tell you that even the people who are really big now that you know of, like Dr. Disrespect and whoever else, XQC and Ninja, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't they didn't just blow up because they were making content and trying to build their brand. They were literally being a part of the community. So like Ninja is a pro gamer that came from like the Halo days. So his contribution to gaming was being a professional and being able to put his spin on Halo style content. So if you wanted to know how a professional plays Halo, you, you come to him to see his stuff. Uh, so that's him being that part really, of the Halo community. Is that really how he started? I thought he was a Fortnite fan. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he was he was playing Halo uh, professional back in 2000 or back in Halo 2. Like, have you ever heard of ninja-ing somebody in Halo? No. Okay, so in Halo 3 specifically, mm -hmm. um, Gravity hammer. You could no no. You could jump. There, I don't remember how exactly. Like I think it was just something that came about because you could do it. But long story short is you would take a corner, and you would basically jump. And in and whenever the next when the person takes the corner next, if they're not paying attention, they'll go under you, and then you can hit them from the back and kill them in one hit from above. Mm. So that specific action was called ninjaing. Ninja created that. In Halo games specifically, a lot of different stuff was named after the creators of, or the pros that created those moves, or at least did them. So, like, there was a move called Gandhi Hopping where um, in Halo 2, whenever you crouched in midair, your character model would move, so it would make you harder to hit. So, Gandhi was the one that did that all the time. There was another character, another guy named Strongside. He was coined with um, figuring out that if you just look down, your head um, goes basically below your normal headshot range and your back is only exposed. 
So that was called strong siding. So if you wanted to be defensive and take a corner because you knew that you were getting shot, you couldn't retaliate. All you had to do was just put your head down, turn your back towards the other person and walk around the corner. That was called strong siding. So like Ninja was a part of the Halo community before he was ever large, like as big as he is now. But he was able to take that same energy from Halo, put it into Fortnite. And that's how he got big because he was basically doing pro moves in Fortnite specifically. So he was, he was a part of the Halo community first, so then he became part of the Fortnite community. So it's not so much that he was just streaming and making content, talking about games. He was actually a part of a community creating content for that community. Mm. So he was. So it's like if you wanted to do something similar, you'd have to be a part of the community. And obviously record it, right? I mean, when are I mean, yeah. When are they not? Luckily for him, he was able to like make ridiculous plays. You know what I mean? But that was the part of the that was the kind of content he was able to create for the community. Um, He was able to create ridiculous plays and post it on YouTube, and that's how like people would find them. You know, like oh my god, dude, Ninja dropped thirty kills in a Fortnite game check this shit out it's nuts you know what i mean that's part of his that's part of his brand you know what i mean is just being nutty like those nutty plays but he was contributing to the fortnite community so he continued to create fortnite content that's how he got bigger so it's right. like that's what i keep trying to tell you is that you got to you got to figure out your portion of the of whatever community you're trying to hit and then like expand your content and like focus on that so like jericho is not a ridiculously good player he's pretty good but the majority of his content is like kind of informative funny so well, if you wanted to learn about counter-strike and you wanted it to kind of be funny you could go to jericho because that's the kind of content that he creates right i get that but like i, I also feel like i'm not like super funny or anything like that so did i tell you about size 16s who size 16s no so size 16 is one of my buddy from high school uh-huh. um he just retired from streaming but that's because he's getting his life together if you will and he could be streaming again here shortly just because there's nothing else to do because oh, quarantine yeah quarantine. but long story short is that he's he's really not that like personable per se um he's reserved he's indecisive i would say that as a streaming personality he's got a lot working against him but he was able to take his passion for Mass Effect and turn that into a streaming career where he would have, you know, 2,000 people tuning into his stream anytime that he would be doing something major on his channel. Like, he was able he was able to take his passion for Mass Effect, turn it into Mass Effect content that people who also loved Mass Effect could consume and make sense out of. And um, he he at least has enough humor built into him that he can make some situations funny, but people were just more ravenous for the type of content that he was creating because it was so atypical. And his stream was very interactive for his chat. And so he was able to take pretty much that community forward with him to, to propel him into having an actual streaming career. So he i mean he only ever i think that he had maybe a thousand subs at like his height ever which isn't like you know a lot a lot considering but um that's just the type of thing that you got to do is you got to be able to find content that you like creating that you have a passion for 
and just continue to create that and put that energy out into those communities. So like, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm getting at is like, you can, you can only stream and create general gaming content so much before you just burn out because you're not actually like being passionate about anything. So that's kind of like what you got to do. You got you to find like your passion, what you can kind of recreate all the time and have fun with. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's more important than actually having stream time, having podcasts that you create. Simply being weekly with a podcast is going to do you, not going to do you that great if you're not all that passionate about it. And you're, and you're not able to like put it out there into the world passionately. So, I mean, that's what I would say is, is going to do you really good. Because if like these style of gaming podcasts are cool for you, I think you should do your due diligence to try and find out what you can do to make them better. I mean, and I've already all you would kind have of, to do is just I mean, put I that hate, energy in front of people. Right. And I, and I hate to say that, like, I've already done it better than I did last week. Like, I clearly know that I want to, like I said, like... If people are here or not, I'll do it. Like, I may sound a little bit more monotone than, like, say, if you were here or uh, Justin was here, or, you know, just in general. But it just, that is what it is. Right. I was in the same boat. Like, when I did, was doing my podcast stuff with Azure News. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was having to wait on people to show up, and they wouldn't show up. And it's like, well, I guess I'm doing this stream by myself today. And, and it, it was, like, not nearly as engaging as having everyone else on board. Right. So, um, I, I do find a good passion. I also feel like it, it's one of those things where um, a lot of people feel like podcasts are, like, a... Um, it, it's a... It, oh, it's only for news. It's only for this. It's only for that. And it's like, no, no, we, we, we good. We, we, yeah, there's we, definitely a way to, like, make them fun, for sure. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. But, um, I mean, I guess we can just wrap it up right now. It's, it's basically put that I, this is my thing where I just want to sit back, talk around, uh, talk about shit that's been happening in the gaming world um i mean like you know how like oh hell you even said it before that they uh crash bandicoot Mm -hmm. and that like them announcing that is so cool and it's great but is naughty dog gonna mess up like they did with the last of us 2 as far as i'm aware they didn't mess up with with last of us 2 but Naughty Dog also, I don't think, is creating the next Crash, are they? Isn't it the same people that made the Insane Trilogy? What, the Insomnia games? Insomniac didn't. It's, it, they're like some type of remake company. Uh, oh, I don't know. Because I think they're the same people that did Spyro. I would have to look into it. Uh, I just know that their Naughty Dog has their name on it. And then apparently uh... with... Uh... With The Last of Us 2, they they kind of did something wrong with... Uh, uh, have you played the game at all? Did like Have you played the first one? Do you want spoilers? The Of The Last of Us? Yeah. 
Well, I'm not really all that interested in their story at all. Okay, so I mean, I mean, in comparison to the first one, to the second one, they completely butchered um, what they were doing in the first game. So, and then I mean, that's what I hear, but like reviewers are praising the game like crazy, and there's been a whole bunch of people that don't quite understand the hate, and I feel like. I feel like the people who are hating on the game aren't providing, like, proper critique to it. All I hear is that they hate it and that it's not true to whatever. But it's like, yeah, but what about the storytelling elements that are at play? Does that does, there, does none of that make any sense? And I feel like there's just a lot of, like, smooth brain idiots are out there really saying that it's bad, which I'm fairly certain is incorrect. So as far as I know, is that what happened was the what's his name died, um, the main the main male character, right? Yeah. He died, and or at least that's what I that's how I understand it. But some somehow that doesn't jive with with like what I've been seeing online. I guess like postpartum. Well, or postmortem for the game. I mean, just to sum it up, main dude dies. The uh, they had a chance to um, kill the person who killed him, and they let they let them go out of pity. They let the the killer go. Oh, oh okay. And the whole point of the game is to change after the killer, and then at the end, he just let them go. I don't know, man. That just doesn't... I feel like that doesn't encompass what is actually happening. Because, like, I saw a screenshot that was from the first game Uh that spoke to the... Like, that spoke to, like, the characters being in the second game. And so it's like... I feel like people aren't taking that kind of stuff into consideration when they're talking about what makes The Last of Us 2 any good. They're not, like, taking in the series. They're just taking in the line of events. So it's like, whenever... uh, For me, like, whenever Angela died in uh, The Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. um, I was extremely upset by that. And I didn't... I was extremely upset by it, but, like, after the fact, I understood what it was that that character arc was supposed to fulfill. So I think that's what people are missing, is that they're just reacting to what's there, but not understanding the content or the context. So That's probably what it is, to, yeah. to sum it up. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And I was told that, like, they, they were just like, yeah, they basically said F you to the main character. And that, that right. was that. And I was just like, oh, that makes I mean, sense, but still a dick. When you, talk about a, when you talk about, like, a ridiculously narrative experience, um, especially one like The Last of Us specifically, um, I, I would venture to say that the main character isn't off, um, off limits to being killed well no i'm not saying that either but like if the justification is like hey you killed my father 
I'm gonna kill you, and you're never gonna catch me kind of thing. It's kind of like, uh, okay. I guess. And then you catch him, and, and then the other character is just like, oh, I guess I didn't need to catch you. Goodbye forever. I guess. Just... But I mean, it's like, so since you haven't played the game, obviously, Yeah. I think you're just missing the context. Oh, I'm sure I am. I think you're getting the cliff notes, which is like not quite encompassing for what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Well, it, but and, and like, and that's mostly what I'm getting at is like, if there are people out there that are really ingesting The Last of Us 2 and that's all they're getting out of it, they're just some smooth brain idiots. So I know I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm not willing to believe that it's actually that bad whenever, you know, raving reviews are in. Like, no one in a, in a, in a, in a professional sphere is giving The Last of Us 2 a bad rating or anything less than a 9 right. out of 10. So it's just one of those. And it's getting lots of like five out of fives and 10 out of 10. So I'm willing, I mean, I don't like Legend of Zelda in the slightest, but I can't knock its presence in gaming. You know what I mean? Like I I would give like, um, what is it? The Ocarina of Time. Like I'd give the Ocarina of Time like a hard seven out of 10, if not less, mm. but there are people alive that would say that it's an 11 out of 10 um especially based on like the era that it came out in and and then like breath of the wild coming out you know so many people giving that a 10 out of 10 and i just i am just not interested in the legend of zelda series whatsoever so it's just one of those things man i think people are being smooth brain idiots about it yeah I mean, again, I'm not against it. It's just what happens. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, again, so if you want to do a closer for me, or like, a, hmm, uh, I didn't say that right. Uh, if you want to um, say what your tag is, uh, where they can find you, all that stuff again, that'd be great. Yeah. So, yeah, again, my name is Devin Guy. come from the Azure crew. Uh, you can find our group where we just kind of discuss fun things and serious things and gaming things and just kind of be a fun group together at facebook.com slash groups slash Azure crew. And then our business page for us opening our gaming tavern, where it's going to be like your new second home for your gaming life. It's going to be at facebook.com slash Azure Gaming Tavern. That's Azure is A-Z-U-R-E. Alrighty, well, again, this is Nazarak Sins uh, being a part of uh, Gaming Beyond. And guys, if you want to be a part of this, my community or the Azure community, links are down below in the description or wherever you find this podcast. Uh, hopefully this will be on Spotify and like I said in community i'm about 75 percent sure that's how it is since it's a rss feed um i just got to slap the intro on this which i can do in anchor and uh yeah have a good day guys peace and stop recording